He's full of worthiness. He's full of hope. He's full of peace. We give glory to the Most High God. There is no other God like our God. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us in our right mind. We thank you, Lord, Father, for waking us up today, Father. We thank you, Father, that all our faculties were able to work. We were able to move our limbs. We were able to lift our hands to give you praise, Lord God. Our heart is beating, Father, so it can resonate unto you, Lord God. And with every beat, it gives you praise, Lord God. We're able, Lord God, to think on your mercies, Lord God, to think on your goodness, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that when we were driving, we didn't have a stroke, Lord God, and kill ourselves and kill somebody else, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we didn't have a heart attack, Lord God, in the middle of the day, Father. That our family members, Lord God, aren't planning our funerals, and we aren't planning our family members' funeral, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, Father, that an aneurysm didn't take us out today, Lord God, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that we don't have any blood diseases, Lord God, that will keep us, Father, from worshiping you, Lord God, and giving you praise, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that our bones are working, Lord God. Our muscles are working, Lord God. Our tendons are working, Lord God. Our cartilage is working, Lord God, so we can stand up and give you praise. Our vocal cords are working, Lord God, so we can give you adequate worship, Lord God. We can raise up a praise to your holy name Lord God we thank you Lord God our brain waves father that they're working right Lord God that the dendrites Lord God are working properly Lord God so we can make a connective thought to you Lord God we cling to you Lord God we thank you for your mercies Lord God we thank you for your goodness Lord God we think on your love Lord God how you've kept us. Our kids started the first days of school today, Lord God. You've kept them. The, the schools have been free from a shooting, Lord God. You kept them on their rides, Father, the bus rides to and from school, Lord God. You've kept their teachers, Lord God. A teacher didn't lead them astray, Lord God. A student didn't lead them astray, Lord God, Father. The buses didn't have an accident this morning, Lord God. A kid is able to cross it, Lord God, as a pedestrian didn't get hit today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your loving kindness, your mercies, Father, your goodness, Lord God, the things we're not mindful of, Lord God, the ability, Father, to just breathe, Lord God. We thank you, Father, the ability, Lord God, to just stand, Lord God, and honor you, Father, the little things that we take for granted, Lord God, the ability to be able to blink, Father, to be able to see, Lord God, to be able to hear, Lord God. We thank you, Father. It's so much to give you worship and honor for, Lord God, that our Father, motor skills were able, Father, to work, Lord God, as we were driving our vehicles. The ability to write down, Lord God. We can write your scriptures. We can journal and tell you how much we love you, Lord God. The ability to speak, Lord God, that we didn't have a stroke, Lord God, and our tongue was unable to cause us to talk, Lord God, that we're able to talk and lift our praise to you, Lord God. Things we take for granted, Lord God, the things we take for granted, we thank you, Lord God, the ability to say that we love you, Lord God, and we don't say it enough. We love you, God. We worship you, God. We honor you, God. We set this atmosphere right, Lord God, for the world to come forth, Lord God. We 
we shake off, Lord God, all the things we've been through today, Lord God. And we come here together, Lord God, to join on one accord, Lord God. And say, Father, that we are in great expectancy, Lord God, of you, Father. We bless you, Jesus. We honor the Godhead. We give honor to God the Father. We honor Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We honor the Holy Spirit. We give reverence to the full Godhead. The full Godhead we honor. We say that you are our Lord Jesus. We say that we need you. We say that we rely on you. We say that we trust in you. We say that we believe on you, Lord God. We worship you, God. We honor you, God. We care about you, Lord God. Have us to hear, Father, what you desire us to pray, Father. Have us, Father, to hear you deeper, Lord God. Let our hearts, Father, be one with you, Lord God. Have us, Father, to know, Father, the innermost parts of your heart, Lord God. Have us, Lord God, to see you, God, in ways we haven't before, Lord God. Have us to grow closer to you, Lord God, like never before, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. You're worthy, God. There's not enough words that could, could describe how good you are, Lord God. We praise you, oh Lord. We lift up our hands to you, oh God. We lift up our hands, Lord God. We are not walking in a depressive state, oh God. We're not walking, Father, contrary, Father, to the word, Lord God. We thank you for the ability to repent, Lord God. For taking a thought that we shouldn't have, Lord God, we repent, Lord God. For doing something we shouldn't have done, Lord God, we repent, oh God. And we come before you, Lord God. Thank you for the gift of repentance. That we don't take that for granted, Lord God. We say, Father, that we love you and we need you. And we don't want to hurt your heart, Father. Because we want to be in a real relationship with you, Lord God. That you be our everything, Lord God. That you come to our beck and call, Lord God. And when you call on us, Father, we will be ready, Lord God, to do what you say, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. There's nobody like you, Lord God. There's nobody like you, Lord God. There's no man, no woman, nobody like you, Lord God. Money cannot take your place, Lord God. School cannot take your place, Lord God. A job cannot take your place, Lord God. You are worthy, oh God. You are holy, Lord God. You are magnificent, oh Lord. You are glorious, oh God. With everything, Lord God. We praise you, Father. We lift you up, Lord God, with everything. We pour ourselves out, Father, with everything, Lord God. You are our God, Father, and we are your people. We are your children, Lord God. You are everything to us, Lord God. You are everything, Lord God. You sustain us, Lord God. You keep us, Lord God. You protect us, Lord God. You watch over us, Lord God. You keep us out of the hand of the enemy, oh God. There's nobody like you. There's no God that loves his creation more than the creator of the universe. Buddha can't do it, Lord God. We thank you, Father. You're the one, the true, and the living God. We recognize you for being all supreme, all worthy, all holy, all glorious. You are all in all, Lord God. So we bless you, Lord God. We exalt you, Lord God. 
We give up a hallelujah to your name, Lord God. Who is like our God? No one. There is no one like our God. There is no one like our God. He is the restorer of relationships. There is no one like our God. The deliverer of our souls. You snatched us out of Sheol. No other God can help us out of the pits of hell like our God. No other God will lay down his life for us like our God. No other God will be with us while we make our bed in hell like our God. There's no law against his love. We bless you, God. There's no other God like you. And we recognize you, Father, for being all supreme. We recognize you, Lord God. We say that we love you, Lord God. We say that we need you, Lord God. We say that we care, Lord God. We say that we're willing, Father, to repent, Lord God, and live righteously for you, Lord God. We say, Lord God, that we care. We have to come out of our mind states and have the mind of Christ. We say that we're willing to lay every thought down, to cast every thought down, Lord God, to try to exalt itself against you, Lord God, against, Father, your supremeness, against your holiness, against your truth, Lord God. Every lie, Father, we are willing to cast it down, Father, just to be one with you, Lord God. Just to be whole, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. You give us opportunity after opportunity to get it right. We don't take your grace for granted. We don't take, Father, your patience for granted. We don't take your loving kindness for granted. We don't take your mercies, your goodness. We don't take that for granted, Lord God. You care so much for us, Lord God. Let us return that same care to you, Lord God. You're so generous to us. Let us be mindful of how much, Father, you need us, Lord God, so that we can reach the lost, so that we can touch, Father, and help deliver those, Lord God, who are without you. So we, we see our brothers in a fall because we are spiritual, because we are whole. We can pick them up, Lord God. Let us be in our right mind so we can effectively pray, so we can effectively help, so we can effectively come to someone's aid. Let us be in our right minds so we can do the perfect will of our God. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We lay it all down, God. We live a righteous life, a clean life, a purified life, a life of repentance and holiness, a life, Lord God, that pleases you, Father. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor, Father. We give you reverence, Lord God. We bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Heavenly Father. Cause us to love what you love and hate what you hate today, Father. Cause us to love what you love and hate what you hate today, Father. Cause us to love your presence, Lord God. Cause us to love prayer. Cause us to love one another. Cause us to love the gathering. Cause us to love righteousness. Cause us to love your beckoning today, Father. Cause us to love what you love and hate what you hate. Cause us to hate sin today, Father. Cause us to hate disobedience, Lord God. Cause us to hate, Lord God, our self-worship. Cause us to hate, Lord God, staying out of your presence. Cause us to love what you love and hate what you hate today, Father. Cause us to love what you love today. Cause us to love your presence, Lord God. Cause us to love the gathering. Cause us to cherish your word. Cause us to love Holy Spirit. Cause us to love the call on our life. Cause us to love what you love today, Father. Rebuke the devourer for our behalf, Lord God. We just thank you right now, Father, for just the benefit of coming into your presence, Lord God. We ask that you wash and you cleanse and refresh the mind, Lord God. We ask that you silence every attack on the minds of your believers today, Father. We thank you right now that you uplift the hearts today, Lord God, so they may hope and receive the word with joy and gladness. We thank you right now, Father, that you are purifying the minds and the hearts of those who are gathered, Lord God. We come against every distraction, Lord God, that will snatch the word, Lord God. We thank you that the hearts of the people are fruitful, Lord God, that they have already come till today, Father. We come against every deception, Lord God, every evil work, Lord God. We come against right now, Lord God, divisiveness in the body of Christ. So we thank you right now, Father, that the hearts be purified today, Lord God, that we'll not come and be lax in our worship and our prayer today, Father. We thank you right now, Father, for the lives that we can touch by way of prayer today, Father. So we bless you for the opportunity to pray and cover our children, Lord God. To pray and cover the school system today, Lord God. To cover the man of God who will deliver a word that will change our very destiny. So we come, Lord God, ready, Lord God, ready to war, Lord God. Gird us up in our spirits so that we can war today, Father. We can set down every weight, Lord God. We can set down every situation, every circumstance, Lord God, that we have not come to allow someone else to pray for us, Father, but we came already equipped with a prayer in our belly. So we thank you right now, Father, that you hear and you hearken on to the prayers of the righteous. So make us righteous today, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, for the word that will change our very destination, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that we can enter in with a glad heart, that we can say thank you for our relationship, Father, that it hasn't been snatched out or damaged today, Lord God. Thank you for our lives. Thank you for the fellowship of our brothers and sisters. Thank you that they made it here safely, Lord God. Thank you for our children that they weren't attacked, Lord God, on the bus. 
that they made it home safely today, Father. Thank you for health in my body, strength, Lord God, soundness of mind and heart, Lord God. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you. Thank you, Lord God, for the man and woman of God that carry and labor in this house, Lord God. Thank you that they're not bedridden today, Lord God. Thank you that there's no migraine or TMJ that kept our teacher, Lord God, away from the gathering. Thank you for her divine health, Lord God. Thank you that she's equipped, Lord God, to bring clarity of the word of God. Thank you that you didn't keep us in darkness, Lord God. So when the word comes forth, Father, that we can have ears, Lord God, we can be purified by the word of God then it can snatch us out of the hands of the adversary thank you for our man of God who was labored tirelessly in the word of God that you kept him financially Lord God so that he may dedicate himself to the house of God so we thank you right now father that his labor will not be in vain today father we thank you right now that you'll strengthen him on every side that you'll strengthen him in every gift and every calling Lord God we even thank you for this house that we have been allowed to gather, that you have allowed us to gather. You have allowed us to gather in safety, Lord God. That you have allowed us to gather in peace, Lord God. That you have allowed us to gather in comfort, Father. That you have allowed us to gather, Lord God, and praise your holy name. We thank you for allowing us to gather, for allowing us to gather and obtain strength today, Father. We repent, Father. We repent for not preparing ourselves, Lord God, for not washing ourselves in the blood, for not washing our minds with the word, for not walking in love, Lord God. We just thank you right now, Father, that you have still yet covered us, Father. So we bless you right now, Lord God. We bless you right now that you'll snatch us, Lord God, in this very moment. That you'll change the mind of the hearer, Lord God, that they may come to know truth today, Father. We ask that you purify the atmosphere, Lord God. Wash us afresh. Cleanse this house, Lord God. Cleanse it of every evil work, every deceptive work today, Father. We thank you right now for the purification of the hearts of the believers, Lord God. Lift your hands, Lord God. Thank you for the people who are gathered to really worship you today, Father. If you really gather to worship Adonai, lift your hands in this place. We thank you right now, Father, that you'll be responsive to every prayer, Lord God, that is hollowed out in this place, Lord God. We thank you for healing today, Father. We thank you for divine restoration, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that you are equipping your people to fight this good battle, Lord God. So we thank you, Father, that you come and you send help. We thank you for Holy Spirit who comes to help. We thank you for Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. We thank you for Holy Spirit that guides and protects, that covers and keeps us, Lord God. We thank you for the strength of this house, Lord God, that is truth today, Father. So let truth rule and reign and abide. Let truth rule, reign, and abide. Let truth rule, reign, and abide, Father. Let truth rule, reign, and abide, Father. We are running into your presence. We are desperate, Lord God, to hear from you today, Father. To hear a word, Lord God. To hear what we need to change, Lord God, so that we may look more like you today, Father. So we thank you right now, Father, that even in this very moment, you have not come to judge, Lord God. We thank you for our opportunity to get it right, Lord God. We thank you for the word that will come, Lord God, shape and mold us, Father. So we, let you, we lay it all down today, Father. 
We ask right now that you fight on our behalf, that you war on our behalf, that you send ministering angels, Lord God. War on our behalf, Holy Spirit. 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 War so that we may believe in you, Lord God. War over the prayers, Lord God, that we have laid before you, that the adversary seeks to make null and void. War on our behalf, Holy Spirit. War on our behalf, Lord God. We thank you for everyone, Lord God, who has gathered under truth today, Father, that that spirit reigns supreme, Lord God. That the word of God will not be choked out by unbelief today, Father. We thank you for your blood that has already been shed, Lord God, and poured out on our behalf. We thank you for the door, Lord God, that we have by way of righteousness today, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that we are not, Lord God, unaware of the adversary and his demonic entities all around us today, Father. So we thank you that our praise could be our saving grace today, Father. So we don't take for granted that we should praise, Lord God. That praise is a weapon. That praise will set us free. That praise, Lord God, brings deliverance. That praise ushers in Holy Spirit. That your praise, Lord God, can sustain us, Father. So we thank you right now for the ability to praise, not an emotional way of worshiping, Lord, by, but by way of truth today, Father. So we do say that you're worthy, Lord God. We do say that you are way good to us, better than this right now, Father. We say right now that you are all-knowing, that you are all-worthy, that you are all-knowing, Lord God. So keep us, Lord God. Keep us protected, Lord God. We come against right now all falsity in the atmosphere, Lord God. Even wash and cleanse, Lord God, as you know best today, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you keep and protect and guard us, Lord God. We thank you for the truth that will come through and set us free. Set this atmosphere free, Lord God. So we even thank you for our fresh anointing over the worship team, over the minstrels, over the leadership, over everyone who touches a mic, Lord God. Send a fresh anointing, Lord God. Fresh fire on everyone who leads in prayer and everyone who teaches, Lord God. Everyone who leads in song. Everyone who ministers, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that you knitly tight us by way of love today, Father. So release revelation on what love is, Lord God. Release us, Lord God. Release the captives in their mind. Release the captives in their emotions. Release the captives today, Lord God. Release us in our idolatry worship, Lord God. Release this atmosphere, Holy Spirit. We thank you right now that Holy Spirit, that you have room to rule and reign, Father. We ask for your presence today, Lord God. We ask for your presence today, Lord God. We have gathered for your presence, Father. We have gathered for divine instruction. We have gathered to say that you are worthy today, Lord God, that we are your people and that we are called by your name to do a good work, Lord God. So release your instructions, release your anointing, release your power. Set us free, Father. Set us free, Lord God. Set us free to pray. Set us free to worship. Set us free to hear from you, Lord God. Release the atmosphere. Bind every evil work, Lord God. 
Saturate your house, Lord God, with your presence today, Father. Send Holy Spirit. Send Holy Spirit. Send Holy Spirit. Send the blood of Jesus. Wash and cleanse us today, Father. Wash and cleanse the minds today, Lord God. Wash and cleanse the atmosphere, Lord God. Wash and cleanse the people of God. Wash and cleanse our thoughts today, Lord God. Wash and cleanse us so we may enter into your presence. So you feel at home here, Lord God. Wash and cleanse the people of God. Wash and cleanse your atmosphere, Father. Wash and cleanse the minds of your people, Father. Wash and cleanse us today, Lord God. It's in your precious son's name that we have gathered. We repent, Lord God, for coming like this. We repent, Father, for coming to your presence, Lord God, like this, Lord God. So we, we lift up our hands to a holy God. We ask that you cleanse our hands, that you cleanse our minds, that you cleanse this body, that you cleanse these thoughts, that you cleanse the atmosphere, Father, that we can truly worship you. We can truly enter in today, Father. It is our prayer that you release us, Lord God. Release the minds of your people. Release your body. Send your spirit, Lord God. Send your spirit, Father. We bless you in this place, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, for your presence, for the word that will come and make an impact, Lord God, that will tear down every stronghold, that will tear down and destroy every demonic work, every demonic thought, every demonic pathway, every demonic whisper, every demonic force. We thank you for your word that will come from the man of God to destroy every evil work today, Lord God. We set ourselves in agreement with the destruction of every evil work. Come and destroy today, Holy Spirit. Come and wreak havoc in this soul, Lord God. Come and destroy every evil work, Lord God. We set ourselves in agreement with the destruction of our adversaries today, Father. The destruction of every stronghold, Lord God. The destruction of every illness, Father. The destruction, Lord God, of every idle word. The destruction of unproductivity, Father. The destruction of our adversary, Father. Come and release your people, Holy Spirit. We set ourselves in agreement with the destruction of our adversary. We set ourselves in agreement with destruction of division, with destruction of rebellion, with destruction of our adversary. Release your people today, Father. We're in agreement with the destruction of our adversary. By the blood, Lord God, by the blood, come and set your people free. Set them free, Lord God. Set them free in their minds. Set them free in their deeds. Set them free in their heart. Set them free in reality. Destroy. Destroy the very works of this flesh. Destroy the very mindset of the soul. Destroy every evil intention. Destroy every evil work, Lord God. Destroy every evil deed, Father. Destroy, Lord God, our adversary for your behalf, Lord God. For your benefit, Father, so your people may hear you speak today, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you praise him just one time? Hallelujah. 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 Tell the adversary you're not as 
Just say hallelujah. Tell him you're a child of the most high God with one hallelujah. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Let it be and so be it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all can sustain that a little longer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I need to hear some victory in here. All right. Glory to God. We do win this battle. Woo. It's not given to the swift. Not the fast, but them that endures. Who can sustain. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, uh, intercessors. Glory to God, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. It's intercessory prayer time, my goodness. My goodness. Where is Felicia? You're right, because it's about the adversary tonight. Amen, glory to God, hallelujah. Glory to God. Y'all may be seated. Got a mandate to get things on the more balanced out. I'm listening to the wife of my covenant. I still feel good, but I still feel like fighting. <laughs> I still feel good, sir, but I'm still ready to fight. How about you? You ready? I know that's right. See that? See, did y'all hear that response? She didn't say occasionally, Pastor, I'm ready. She said, I'm always ready. And you should be. All right, because your adversary, he don't sleep either. He don't slumber either. My goodness, that's why I need you awake tonight. Going to be quick, fast. We got to get it in. We got to hit them hard, and we got to move on. We're just going to stick them. We're not going to stick and stay. We're going to stick them and leave out. Come on, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> Who got a fight in them tonight? That's what I want to know. Who got a fight in them? Y'all got a fight in y'all? I ain't talking about fighting each other, though. All right, all right, Dejan said, I'm ready. I'm built for this. All right, and you are. Shoot. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Well, who's afraid? Who, who, I'm fearfully made? I'm fearfully made. Mm, my goodness. I am fearfully. Somebody fearing me. Because how I'm made. Man, y'all. Ah, 
telling you. I mean, I, I'm birthed in victory. I got to change your attitude before we go in here. You need to know the, the voice of your commander. You need to know the voice of your commander. Oh, man. I'm going to get there. I'm just I'm mad. I'm ready. Happy, I'm ready. You ready? All right. See, it's one thing to go into battle and know you already won it. I ain't trying to win. I've already won. So if I know that can't doesn't hurt me. If I know that can't doesn't hurt me. If I know that I won. Okay. I'm just saying. I know that I'm the son of the king. Hold on, y'all missing it. I'm the son of the king. That means I cannot be lacking in anything. I have access to his military unit, his finances. I have access to his profit. I got access to the best health care ever. I'm the son of the king. See, when you know that, you, you have the best of everything. I have, I got access to the mighty men. I ain't got to go to rattle. I just need to be perched up on my horse. <laughs> See, it's, it's your, it's your, it's your, it's the way you think. It's, it's, you don't, if you don't know who you are, you ain't got to beg for anything. The, the king had the best counsel. If, if I need to make a strategic decision, I can call all of my counsel. There, there is no room for mistakes. got to recognize your commander's voice. Because if you don't recognize the commander voice, you won't know the voice of the enemy. Mm. Recognizing the voice 
of Satan. Recognizing the voice of Satan. We live in an age where there are many, many, many voices. These voices compete against each other. Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know that I'm God. It says, be still and know that I am God. Pastor, it's just too hard to be still in this day and age. <laughs> we, we just flooded with so much information. And there's so much noise in my life. Hmm. But God said, you must be still to know that I'm God. You, you have to be still to know that I'm God. Mm -hmm. Can't give all the information. You're going to have to discern. Okay. Y'all won't see God. Y'all just want the open book test, and then we fail the open book test. <sighs> Answers right there, and we fail the open book, open book test. Mm -mm -mm. No, I don't want that. I want multiple choice. <laughs> How come it seems like the, hard, the harder tests are the open book tests, and you have all the answers right there in front of you, and we still fail? You didn't familiarize yourself with the material. You just heard open book test. <laughs> you didn't even pick the book up. Then I don't know how to search. I don't know if it's the right one or not. And I got the information right in front of me. I still failed. Mm. You feel bad when you fail an open book test. <laughs> Not one that was closed book and you had to study. You feel worse. Okay, okay. All right, man. All right. We're flooded with so much information on a daily basis, right? Mm. But God said, be still. That's the only way you're going to know me. This is why. Because... One of the most subtle voices that comes to us is the voice of the adversary. It is the most subtle voice that comes to us. Oh, okay, y'all just work with me for a few minutes. the voice of the adversary. It comes to us in so many ways. 
it comes to us in the media, books, magazines, TV, ads, radio, apps, music, movies, and people. The voice of the adversary comes through all of these. All, you're bombarded all day, every day with the voice of the adversary. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. His voice comes to us more than we would acknowledge or even believe. You hear his voice. It's everywhere. You, you hear it so much you're immune to it. I told you, he come in everything that you can hear and see. He comes through that. What you've been watching. What you've been listening to. Have you, have you, have you heard him? <laughs> Noah said yes. He absolutely right. Hmm. A lot of Christians or in the Christian community walk around in a state of this confusion. Mm -mm -mm. Because of all of these competing voices. Most Christians are in a confused state. Is it the word? Is that the word? Did the word say that? You mean I got to do that? Did the word say I got to do that? I'm confused. Mm. One of the major problems that causes so much confusion in the body of Christ is that we simply are not very discerning. And we do not operate in God's wisdom. It's good just to go practical because you go too deep, I'm going to lose somebody. Can I just go practical? Yeah, deep. As believers, we need to ask God for the gift of discerning of spirits. Or discernment. We need to ask him for the gift of wisdom. Wisdom, the how-to. Everybody want to know, they ask you, but they don't know how to. So you're lacking wisdom in this area. How do I do this? How do I stand? How do I resist? How do I develop? It's the how to, it's the wisdom. How do, how, do, how do I put up with this type of person? How do I? It's wisdom is what you're lacking. He says it's the primary thing. It's the first thing. It's, this is the thing you need to have. And know something. You can never fix no one. And see, when you understand that, you know what you're going to do with that person? You're going to do this. Stand. And after all that I've done, Sit down. Roll over. 
quit. You are in a spiritual war. This war has nothing to do with your emotions and your feelings. This war is predicated on your knowledge of God. This is how you win. I didn't get no amen on this side. Can I get something over here? (laughs) Stop trying to bring in a natural response to a spiritual scene. You're going to end up being, you're going to be disappointed. Every time, every time. And 10 times after that. What do I do? I stand. That's what the word of God said. Do that. and he will show up. Some of y'all need to stand and they'll leave. (laughs) Absolutely. Because the word of God say that. He said, after all that you've done, all of your ability, when you, you run out all of your resources, now tap into mine and stand. You win. Put that chest out. Them shoulders back. I can't help but tell you, it's spiritual. You get defeated every time naturally. You deplete yourself naturally. Spiritually, it's an abundance. Am I talking to anybody? Even the ones that didn't say nothing? Got to be quick. All right. No hesitation. All right. Christians. We must train our spirits to discern the voice of Satan. You must train yourself to discern his voice. I'm going to tell you why, too. I got a question. Who is Satan? Matthew chapter 4 verse 10 said, he is the adversary. Means, adversary means one, listen, means one's opponent. (laughs) Soon as you were birthed, conceived, you had an opponent. Okay. Adversary. One's opponent in a contest, a conflict, or a dispute. This is who he is to you and to God. Okay, let me see. He's in a contest with God over you. 
where you're going to end up at. His dispute is over you. The object of God's eye. See, you don't understand that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You got that, bro? Fearfully and wonderfully made. Your adversary, he is against everything that is of God, which includes your purpose and the plans that he has for you. This is, see, you see, when you don't know your purpose and the plans God have you, he's defeating you. He said, I know the thoughts, the intent, the yet sir behind you're my object of my desire. You understand what I'm saying? Man, hold on. He's against everything that God has. He is the anti. Anti means against. There is the Christ in the earth and the anti-Christ. Who's against? Whose side are you on? Mm. The Bible says he has a son. He, he, he has seed. And if you are disobedient, if you're not following God's word, then guess what you are? But nobody want to believe that. Nobody really want to believe that. There's no way I come to church. I give my alms. I love people. But in that area, you're disobedient. Mm. Matthew 13, 9 said, he is the evil one. Evil one. John 10, 10 said, he's a thief and a murderer. Genesis 3, 13 says, he is the great deceiver. 2 Corinthians 2, 11 says, Satan is a schemer. A schemer. You know what a scheme is? A scheme is a large scale, systematically plan or arrangement for attending some particular object, which is you, and putting a particular idea or thought into effect. schemes he, he has a he has a large scale systematically well thought out plan or arrangement attaching listen listen to a particular idea or thought to go into effect this is what his scheme is for you non-salon non-basic just you sitting there hey y'all just nice to everybody <laughs> See, you don't know who you are. You don't know that you're wonderfully and fearfully made. 
that he has a wide scheme, Dejan, systematically, it's calculated destruction of you. This is what he has for each one of you. Your marriage is systematically calculated, planned out, large scale destruction of your covenant. You think it's just, it's just you and it's just me. No. Okay. You see how we've been, see how we've fallen into that trap? See how we fall into his scheme? His plan is working. It's systematic. Well calculated. Mm. Isn't that something though? Y'all yeah. don't see his plan working in your life. Yeah. That's not God's plan. That's not God's plan. This is what happens. Satan is constantly trying to put his thoughts into your heart, into your soul, into your mind, into your will, into your emotions. He is constantly trying to do that. You think it's the person. How you keep doing that? See, what makes it easy for him is that you, if you are willing, right. he's he not going to go where you resist him. He has to flee when you resist him. He just works through people. He's trying to tempt you. Everybody look up. He's trying to tempt you. That's what he does. Because he knows something about you. That you refuse to see. That you are spiritual. <laughs> okay. All right. Teacher, Satan is constantly... Tashana, he's constantly trying to enter, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. He's constantly trying to put his thoughts into your heart about someone. <laughs> we fell in the open book test. Mm. Got to hurry up. I'm almost done. I got to hurry up. How can I better discern the voice of Satan? When he speaks, listen, teacher, when he speaks, how can I better discern Satan when he speaks to my heart? I just told you that. I said Satan's constantly trying to put his thoughts into your heart. See, this is why some people don't tithe. Because Satan has spoken to your heart. Mm. 
in that matter. Sweet victory. That's what he's singing. He's singing your song. He's singing your song. Sweet victory. It's growing on me. He said, how can I better? How how can I better discern the voice of Satan when he speaks to my heart or to my mind? How how can, this is where he's speaking at. Mm. I'm trying to, I got like seven clues, but I'm only going to maybe get to three, maybe two. Okay, we'll come back next week and we'll get them. In Matthew chapter four, y'all don't miss that. Don't y'all miss that. He's trying to speak to your heart. If I can get into your heart, I get to sing my song. Man, listen to this. Satan is always trying to influence our thinking. And our decision making. He's always trying to influence the way we think. The way we make decisions. He's always trying to interfere and influence my choices that I make. I mean, some of the choices that y'all made, are y'all sure? Is that you? Is that Satan? Is that God? I'm going to help you to discern that. Hey, teacher. Number one. Satan's voice will come to you in your most vulnerable moment. Yeah, Pastor, I heard that one before. Okay, go to Matthew. Matthew uh, 4. Start at verse 2. Very familiar. This is Matthew chapter 4, verse 2. There you go. And he went without food for 40 days and 40 nights. And later he was hungry. And later he was hungry. At the point, Jesus was in a weakened condition. And starvation had begun. The process of starvation has started. The process of starvation is when your body turns against itself and and it consumes the good tissue 
So he was in a state where his body was turning against him, was eating itself, consuming itself. He was at the point of starvation, 40 days, 40 nights, and he hungered. Okay? Now, we go like three hours, and we're like, oh, I'm too hungry. Now, your body ain't done nothing yet. So in a weakened condition, Satan comes for Jesus. Right? But while Jesus was in a physical weakness state or weakened state, but at the same time, he was in a spiritual high point. At the same time. At the same time when he was at his weakest moment. And at the same time, he was at his most spiritual high. Ready. Satan shows up. Like, man, I can't win. Strong, he come. Weak, he come. Hmm. He had just fasted victoriously for 40 days and 40 nights. Didn't say he cheated. He had been communing with his heavenly father. He, listen, no. This is why I told you, if you're not praying you, and you're not eating, you're just hungry. He was, for 40 days, he's been in the presence of God. In the presence of God. Strong. Yet his body was consuming itself at the same moment. And Satan shows up. He was on a spiritual. He was on a spiritual high, so to say, right? With the most high. He was on a spiritual high with the most high. But he was in a, a physical weakened condition. Either one of these circumstances can make us extremely vulnerable to the voice of Satan. With your bad self. Mm -hmm. If we are not discerning, here's an example or some examples I'm going to give you. So when we are desperate or discouraged or when we are angry, I'm going to say that one again, or when we are angry, so you'll know what's going on. So when we are angry or when we are wanting vengeance against someone who has hurt us deeply. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. It's funny how hurt people always want you to feel what they feel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen to this. When we are physically recovering from or in a long-term illness, he comes. Or when we find ourselves lonely, and, and here's another one, when we find ourselves bored, wow. 
isolated. Or when we have a deep divine encounter with God. Or when we have led someone to Christ. Or we've had an answer to prayer or perhaps something we've been praying for for many, many months. And we have this great spiritual victory and breakthrough. And we are getting these things done for God. Or we are overwhelmed with success in our personal ministries. And we are helping people to develop them. We see the fruitfulness of our labor. And we are affecting people's lives. And we go into, you know, we're, we're in high demand, you know, to minister to the body of Christ. They're calling you every week. Or they're calling you to the world. I've been called to the world. Mm, that's going to be a tough one, ministers on ministries and, and everything. When you call to the world and you still need self-deliverance. See, now you're just riding on your gift. Be careful. That happens to musicians all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Watch this teacher. When we receive praise from our fellow man, It is at these most, it's at, it's, 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 it is in these moments of weakness or spiritual victory, we are extremely vulnerable to the voice of Satan. Both was true with Jesus. Because Satan, knowing it, he approached Jesus at those precise moments. And his victory and at his weakness, same time. He approached him. See, this is where you get understanding about your adversary. Why are you just doing good? Well, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. My prayer's been answered. He showed up. Don't even realize that you're under attack. See, we're looking for a physical. It can happen that way. He showed up. Why are we so vulnerable at these moments of weakness or victory? Why are we so vulnerable at those moments of weakness and victory? We are vulnerable at those moments because of our... It's real deep. Y'all ready? We're so vulnerable at those moments because our guard is down. And our focus is upon other concerns. And we are distracted from our own vulnerabilities. Mm -mm -mm. So Satan does what? He approaches you. And when he approaches you, guess what he does next? He speaks. That's what he did with Jesus. I told you it's an open book test and it's right there and we fail it. Okay, here we go. 
Number two, Satan's voice will sound very reasonable. Yeah, you sure do. Matthew 4, 2 and 3. Matthew chapter 4, verse 2. And he went without food for 40 days mm -hmm. and 40 nights, and later he was hungry. And the tempter came and said, and the tempter came and said to him, if you are God's son, mm -hmm. command these stones to be made loaves of bread. Now ain't that something? Hold on. Now, that voice of Satan sounded very reasonable. Now, didn't it? Satan is saying, since you are the son of God, since you are the son of God, <laughs> Satan knows that Jesus was the son of God. You know why? Satan knew the word. He knew the word of God. When he hears it, he knew it was Jesus, the living word. Satan knew the prophecy. He knows the word. He knew the prophecy. This is why he had Herod kill all the firstborn. He knew. By this time, he knew. Then he didn't know who, but he knew he was coming. He knew the word was coming. He knew the word. Okay? Satan was saying, since you have a God-ordained authority and power, since as a man, because he knew he was a man, you have a God-given, you have a God-ordained need, watch this, for food. I know you're a man. I know you got, but you have a God given you been you have a need for food. And I know you've been you've been you've been here for 40 days and 40 nights. I've been watching you. I know you have a need for food. Turn these stones into bread. See? Oh, y'all, y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. He said, what he was saying, therefore, do what's necessary. Do what's necessary. I know you have a need for this. But he forget, he was at his most spiritual. High. But, but his body. See, he was appealing to his flesh. You know how, you know, you, you see somebody hurt and you just put your foot on that part that's hurt. That's what he was doing. He'd do it to you too. I just can't stop. Fill in the blank. He's appealing to your hunger. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Okay, teacher. Mm -mm -mm. Since you are, I know you have an ordained need for food. Therefore, do what's necessary and turn these stones into bread and eat and be nourished. 
He knew that. Well, that makes all the sense, don't it? That makes all the sense in the world, right? Remember I said his voice, well, it, it sounds very reasonable. Okay? I like that word you use. Watch this. Watch this. Makes a lot of sense, I said, right? Makes a lot of sense in that moment. There is not a legitimate objection to that logic that Satan employs. Right? Everything he said was true. Everything at that moment he said was true in his statement. But there's a problem. Now watch this, teacher. Not everything that is reasonable to our own way of thinking is the mind and will and the heart of God. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. I said, Satan comes to you and, and it makes this stuff sound reasonable. It's logic. It makes good sense. You're hungry. You've been hungry. Now, now do what's necessary to sustain yourself. Eat. It makes good sense. But I said, there's a problem. Not everything that is reasonable to our own way of thinking is the mind and the will and the heart of God. Satan loves this approach. It sounds more angelic than demonic. It sounds way more angelic than demonic, don't it? Yeah, it does. Mmm. Wow, God. Mm. Somebody know his voice. This is the voice we expect to hear. They wait over there in the corner when they come, bust them in the head and take their wallet. See, that's the voice we are accustomed to when it comes to Satan. I'm okay. I know exactly who that is. Eat. You're hungry. I'm going to appeal to your nature. You're human. You're man. And he has an ordained need to eat. Okay. Right? I said it sounds more angelic than demonic. But when he speaks to us in this comforting tone, and you cannot argue with his logic. Everything seems to be true. And we are suckered in to doing his will. One more time. We must stay alert. Even Satan's perverted logic can make some sense. When we are focused more on getting our needs met than getting the will of God done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jesus was more concerned about doing the will of God than halting the starvation process. He was more concerned in being obedient to God's will than satisfying his starvation process that started his body. Who's been 40 days? Hmm. So you don't know what I'm talking about then. Okay. All right. Listen to that. He wanted a life to radiate obedience to God and faith 
in his provision. Mm -hmm. That's what he was saying when he said, it is written. Number three, last one, I'm going. Satan's voice will usually appeal to your flesh. Matthew 4, 2 and 3, Satan is saying, well, you read it. We just had it up there. Satan is appealing to Jesus' look, his need to satisfy his hunger. Hunger is need, is a need of the flesh. Our basic bodily appetite, the appetite of our body are good, noble, and normal. God put that there. But Satan tries to use this God, listen to this. He tried to use this God-given need against. He tries to use your God-given need against you. You are supposed to desire a man. You are supposed to desire a woman. But he will use that desire against you. You know why? Because he got into your heart. Okay. Exactly. These appetites are screaming to us for satisfaction. As it was with Jesus, his hunger, which, which, which means that he was, he was starving. He was, he was, his body was beginning to consume itself. You don't, own, you don't know what it's like like that. Have you ever been so thirsty that you'll drink perfume? It was these people that was on this boat and they had nothing else and there was all they had was perfume and they drank it. So you ain't been that, home, that thirsty. So you don't know what it's like to go 40 days. In the heat, 120, and at night below zero. You don't know what it's like. You're going to be very weak. Your will is going to be very low. And knowing that he had the power to turn and do exactly what he said. Okay. I'm going to finish right here. Jesus, you can come on and stand up. If not. Which means, okay. Satan appeals to Jesus' flesh just like he appeals to yours. It was screaming to be fed. How do you know that? What did he hear? How did he know this? He heard his flesh. Y'all flesh is loud. It summons. It summons. Your flesh summons. Your flesh just summoned a spirit of anger. You know what summons a spirit of anger? Selfish spirit. You want to know what's wrong? Selfish. That's what's wrong. Summons anger. Okay, here we go. I'm done. He can, he can use that. You know why? Because your flesh is corrupt. And that corruptness is part of him. 
it's a key access to you. Because no good thing dwells in your flesh. You keep, fat, you keep failing the test, the open book test. Satan wants us to forsake God's ways of satisfying our needs. And to get us to consider, oh, here we go, the quickest way we can get satisfied. Okay. He wants us to consider the quickest way we can meet that need. Mm-hmm. That need to silence and that screaming flesh. He wants us to do it. But Jesus said, no, God's going to do it. See, God's way of meeting our needs will typically, listen, develop a discipline in our lives. And Christ, and a Christ-like character. Y'all hear what I said? God's way of meeting our needs will typically develop a discipline in our life that we lack. And Christ-like character. Our way of getting our needs met is selfishly and quickly. That way develops this. It's called unbelief. Come on up, Teacher. They want y'all, he, he don't want you to take the journey. He, he couldn't let Israel go straight from, from, from Egypt to the promised land. You know why? Because they weren't ready. Their discipline wasn't ready. So he said, this one's got to die off. And then I got to let another generation grow up to enter in. They weren't ready. I mean, I'm done. <laughs> they couldn't enter in because of their unbelief. Pastor, where I'm at with this is really when you leave from here, how will you mm. have the skill set to identify? what voice is speaking through you. I, I'm really concerned about, I mean, I, do. I don't know about you, but I, it was a, um, I was spiritually, I'm excited, and then spiritually, I'm, it was, um, it was a deep concern for the believer because we have not learned that we are spirit. That's right. And this is the this is the place that we get snared in, is that we don't believe that we are a spirit. You are a spirit, and we keep living like we are our body. We are our flesh. This is how we live, and this is how we communicate. This is how we talk, and this is everything about our life, even though we say we're born again. It's not so those voices. So I just quickly want to highlight that God and Satan speak. When they speak, they will be speaking through your voice. 
when God or Satan speak. This is why often you can't tell who's speaking because you hear really your voice. So in your thinking process, it happens in your thinking process, and I'm giving it to you really quick, because Satan and God deals with your thinking process. But what God deals with directly is your hitman of the heart spirit to spirit because you belong to God so he speak to you from within the enemy speak to you from without he speak to you out of the inner man external things money cars jobs people He's trying to get in. So he gets in from the outside. So what he does, he gets in from the outside through your fleshly desires, and then he hijacks your thoughts. But he gets in through the place that God created for you to imagine, for you to dream, vision, and for you to excel. So the place that God created for you to excel, the enemy hijacks that, your soul, and you begin to but you don't know that it's not you. So you're like, I don't think nothing's wrong with, you know, X, Y, Z. What's wrong? With, I know the word says this, but you, you'll bring in but. Or you'll find scripture to fit your situation. And you haven't studied out the word of God. He hijacks during your thinking process. This is why you don't know who's speaking because they both speak through your voice. <laughs> so Psalms 46.10, know that I'm God. Be still and know that I'm God. Be still. Release, let go. Whatever you're holding on to, release and let go. Trust and know. Know is to be intimate with me. You have to be intimate with God to know him. So, exactly. But we're talking about a intimate relationship so 
only those who are not at war with him Only those who are not at war with him can be still and know. You can't know him if you're at war with him. And to be at war with him is not to be one with him. For those who are not one with God, you're at war with God. Exodus 14, 14 says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. I just want to go here real quick. First Thessalonians 5, 23. Minister, are you there? Could you go there? I want to show you that the whole man has to remain intact. And you can't do this by striving on your own. This is how Satan hijacks your thought. This is what brings confusion because you don't know who's speaking because it's is your voice recording? We there, minister? First Thessalonians five twenty three. This is First Thessalonians chapter five at verse twenty three. And may the God of peace Himself sanctify you through and through, separate you from profane things, make you pure and wholly consecrated to God. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved, sound and complete, and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. This is, only, this is how you keep the enemy from attacking your or hijacking your thoughts from without, is that the whole man must remain intact. It says, may the whole man, that the body, soul, and spirit be preserved. How is that? How can it be preserved? Is that when you know him, you have an intimate relationship with him. And you're one with him. The word of God has the permission to sanctify you. <laughs> it sanctifies you by engraving the word of God into your heart. And that compels you to obey his word. Oh, see, now I'm pastor... I want to know Jesus. He implants in our mind when he sanctifies us. He implants the word of God, his mind, in our mind. What having is loving kindness, actually it meets truth. And righteousness is... 
Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna end it. I'm, I'm gonna end it right here. I'm gonna end it right here. <sighs> See, when you're one with Him, the Word of God it make you pure. It makes you whole. It it keeps it keeps the entirety, the wholeness of the man in integrity. It's integrity. The body and the spirit and the soul are all intact. There's nothing. See, the flesh doesn't. See, there is no fight now against the flesh, against the soul, against the spirit. Because the spirit has ascendancy over the soul, the thinking process that affects now the flesh. So it keeps the entirety of the whole man intact. And this is what's happening. Is that sanctify the Lord God. You saying to sanctify. It is righteous. See, it's the whole, I'm, I'm ending. Everybody stand up. I mean, please stand up. We got the end. Pastor and I, we, we want to let out on time. Uh, school is starting back. But I'm telling you, Pastor, my eyes were open. The righteousness, the reconciliation of your salvation, everything is on high alert. Oh, my God. Yeah, Pastor, where you at? High alert. Your righteousness your salvation, truth. See, you're not moved by things and people because what's on high alert is eternity. It's the... Go back and just meditate on that. Meditate on those voices and, and it will alleviate all the confusion that we've been having when it comes to what should I do? What the word of God says that you should know very intimately what the word of God is saying. Because you're in an intimate relationship with him. How you're married to someone and you don't know what they're saying when they're speaking to you. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Father. We thank you for the word of God. We, we thank you for life. We thank you for the word of life, Lord God. We thank you that you you have manifested yourself in this place. You've shown yourself strong in our lives. We, we thank you, Lord God, we'll be bold enough just to walk your word out in our daily lives. We will expose darkness, Father. We will confront it, Lord God. We will expel it from our life. Father, we just lift up your name. We lift up the word of God. We glorify you, Father. I feel a very intense, Lord God, need for us to fight, Lord God, to advance your kingdom. And we do it, Father, by standing still and trusting relying <clears throat> on you in Christ Jesus so we trust in you father tonight we we ask that the the hearers of the word of God they are willing to receive and graft the word of God is able to change their life their purpose and their very destiny Lord God I, I ask that they're snatched out of darkness father snatch out the wrong way of thinking and processing information and they're able to see Lord God and be compelled father for righteousness and and what's truth and and what's lovely father we just bless you tonight have your way with us father have your way as we begin to leave this place Lord God we we ask that you continue to minister to the hearts of every believer father we we 
We know already that the enemy, he is defeated, Father. But make it on high alert, Lord God. Your voice. Your voice. Your word. Your leading. Your guiding. Your counsel. Have us truly to love righteousness. And to hate and shun from the very present. What would even present itself as anything that's against the word of God. We declare that we're one with you. and We're not at war with you tonight, Father. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you. We pray for traveling grace to our destination. We just exalt you tonight. And we leave in the peace of our God as a whole man in body, soul, and in spirit. And we will hear the voice of our creator. And another voice we will not hearken to. It's in Jesus' name that's above all names, Lord God. Let you be continually glorified. Amen.